When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let me start the intro. Hello, ladies. You're listening to a very hot and special episode of Quitters Never Give Up. Uh. Have you ever had a dream? Because I didn't give up, Bean. You just gave the answer. Quitters never give up. Quitters never give up. Are the words that came out of his mouth. Got locked in to about embarrassed or humiliated or ashamed. He was proud of himself. Don't tell me the American dream. I'm not so lucky that my mind drifted as well. Don't tell me the American dream is dead. Fuck you, Robbie. Now that I've thought about it, fuck you, Robbie. You're the dick. What's up, party people? I'm Christopher Rosales. With me is Jennifer Sunshine. What it do, Jen? What it do, nephew? Lindsay in her car, Popo Zao. Hi. And Edwin Buckshot Miller. What's up, Buckshot? Yo. Today, we got uh, a very special guest. We got Robert Askew, announcer Robbie from the Cup of Tea and a Chat podcast, Woo-hoo! and also from the Rounding the Bases podcast. Yay. Yay. Welcome, Robbie. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Welcome it. Welcome to the show, Robbie. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. I've uh, been looking forward to this. How did you get started announcing on the Cup of Tea and Chat podcast? I had called in, I think it was probably January or late December, and for whatever reason, I decided to uh, sing Old Man River. And from there on, uh, Bean played it, and he just immediately said that he's looking for an announcer, uh, somehow get in contact with them. So I had inter- interacted with um, Ali on social media a few times before, through Twitter, so I messaged her first, and then uh, she basically just hooked me up with Bean, and uh, yeah, been doing it ever since. Uh, you know, regular contact with him, emailing, you know, him back and forth, intros and stuff like that, and uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's I never imagined, you know, growing up listening to the Kevin and Bean show. Like I always wanted to be a part of it. I don't know if you guys know who Eddie Izzard is. Uh, comedian. He's yeah, a comic, pretty, right? He has a bit about how he used to sneak into movie studios and like. He was always hoping that somebody would go, oh, look, a creepy kid for my next film, The Creepy Kid. And that's kind of <laughs> how it felt like when uh, when I uh, called in was uh, just do a deep voice and being kind of discovered me. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been nuts since. So you just called in the cup of tea voicemail, right? And left yeah. that message. Oh, that's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I, I used to do it a, a few times on the uh, Kevin Bean show um, for the Afro line and made it uh, a few times like one of my intros was like i was making fun of uh bean for his wakanda forever where i uh called in saying that i was a big fan but at the end i said uh this is uh david duke by the way that was uh probably my biggest hit on the afro line but sometimes i would call in um as patrick warburton because i can do a pretty good uh patrick warburton impression uh did that, that a few good. times thank you uh so yeah been a big fan big fan long time do you write 
the intros because you're really funny on that stuff. Sometimes I write it out. Uh, if it's like a song or if it's, I don't know, just kind of a long bit, uh, I'll write it out. Or if I just got a quick idea, like today I sent him one. It was just a quick idea. I just uh, listened to the beginning of episode 139 and just an idea struck and uh, just went with it right away. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes write it, sometimes just improv it as I go, as I'm recording. Nice. Have you ever done any stand-up work? Because you're really funny. I tried stand-up right before uh, the pandemic started. So mm -hmm. I live pretty close to uh, Helium Comedy Club here in uh, Portland and uh, attempted it a few times. Uh, first time went well, second time bombed like crazy. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, but I wanted to keep pursuing it. But yeah, once the pandemic shut down, it kind of just lost uh, my momentum. And sadly, I'm not really available uh, to do open mic nights anymore for like Tuesdays or uh, I always got the kiddo. <clears throat> but I would uh, like to do it again. Sometimes try again. Nice. Well, tell us about your sports podcast. I listened to one. It was, maybe it was uh, three weeks ago. And you were ragging on the Lakers for being old. I'm very upset about that. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a giant Lakers fan, so oh, okay. don't, don't get me wrong. I But we are a very old team. I mean, the average age, I think, right now is 33 years old, which, I mean, it's not old. I'm 34. I don't want to call that old. but No, I get uh, it. In sports, it's old. Yeah, in sports, it's very old. Yeah, uh, I've always wanted to do a podcast, um, and then doing the announcements for a, a cup of tea and a chat uh, really kind of inspired me to pursue my own, so I hit... Uh, I hit up an old bud um, that grew up with me in the same hometown in La Crescenta, California. And uh, he's now a news anchor uh, in Boise, Idaho. And uh, we decided uh, to go with it. He's the only guy I know whose voice is probably deeper than mine. So we got inspired and um, it's been awesome. Like our sense of humor matches. Our producer, Brandon, he's been great. He's helped us a ton because we didn't know anything about starting a podcast or you know rss feeds or all of that stuff uh so it's been uh really cool learn really fun learning experience and uh i've been really enjoying it it's kind of like my therapy for each week because like whenever i'm having a bad week we do it and then it's like it feels so much better after we do do the podcast same yeah we yeah. can identify with that because <laughs> we started this out of nowhere and we're still trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. So, but you also cover stuff other than sports, like you did a Jeopardy podcast. Yeah, we. I mean, we try to do more pop culture. Um, we usually just start the show with uh, sports, but we kind of want you know everybody to listen, so we don't want uh, it just to be completely sports themed because it can get quite boring. And I just find um, you know the pop culture or topics of the day to be. A lot more exciting and i feel like i feel like that's brought out a lot more of the comedy in our show is when we talk about things that are not related to sports so yeah there's been a ton of jeopardy content it seems like every single week there's a new story with jeopardy and yeah but it's uh it's really fun the one thing that that's always impressed me with the cup of tea in a chat is like the subjects that they find every day because right before we record our episode we can't find any stories like nothing, like nothing seems interesting. And then I listen to them and they can make subjects out of just like such small stories and get so much content out of that. So we're trying to do uh, a lot better with that is just finding better content to provide to listeners. 
So can you update us on Jeopardy? What's the latest? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think I know just as much as you guys. I, I know Mike Richards is uh, out. I don't know who the uh, substitute is going to be. I know everybody was uh, riding hard for uh, LeVar Burton, but um, I didn't really... I didn't really see it, and I discussed this on my podcast. I just think he wanted the job way too much for my liking. Um, he seemed to be tweeting about it, how he should uh, he should be the uh, uh, the host of Jeopardy, but um, I don't know. I just get someone else in there. I mean, I I wanted an an unknown what, unknown because Alex Trebek was an unknown, so I think it's fine. I don't I don't think you need a celebrity to host it. I think what they're doing now is Mayim, whatever Bialik. her last name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just going to be guest hosting, and then they're going to bring in other guest hosts like they were previously doing, and um, until they find somebody, it's kind of how they're going about it. What I read the other day, so I don't know. Yeah, I never even understood the two-host system that they were doing anyway. I did, it was kind of a yeah. weird thing. I'm glad I have another young person, young person to to round out this boomer cast. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the one who doesn't get all the old references, but you might be different from mine. <laughs> this is like yeah. Survivor. We're doing clicks here. It's Lindsay and Robert. They're against us, old guys. Okay, I see how it is. All right. <laughs> I'm an old soul, so it's okay. I'm on both sides. Okay, both good. Sides. <laughs> well, see, we like to embarrass Lindsay because she doesn't get my super old references. But then every time Lindsay talks about something within the last, you know, year, I'm sitting there, duh. So I think it evens out, Lindsay. Yeah, no, I like I'm it. I'm kind of the same. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I don't even listen to, I barely listen to music because I all I do is listen to podcasts. So anytime I discover music, it's usually through the cup of tea and some jams at this point. Right. Or like I listen to the edited Kevin Stockdale, uh, Kevin and Sluggo uh, mm -hmm. shows. And so they'll bring in Dirty Honey and some other things I can go then look at on the internet. But same thing. We just listen, I just listen to podcasts 90% of the time. And mostly it's just all Kevin and me related anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, I even go back and listen, yeah, to the, I go on the archive and, mm -hmm. and there's like certain episodes that I know that I want to listen to. Like um, I, one I listened to the other day, I went back was when Kevin, for the second year in a row, when they asked how many, um, what was like the most... The most I'll Irish people. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most Irish people in uh, yeah. in one state, and he said Boston two years in a row. That one, <laughs> that one just cracks me up every time. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you go to the archive and listen to old shows. Thank God. I thought I was nuts when I did that, but then I went on the Social Club, and that's how I found all you guys actually. So a lot of people do that. Yeah. So do you I mean, do it like every day? Do you just do it once in a while? What? Once, do you have a yeah, more just once in a while. Um, it's more kind of just to get like a Ralph fix just because I felt Ralph was so like, I felt like Ralph is just the best when he was on that show. Just that dynamic he had with him, um, his impressions. Like I'd love anytime he did a uh, Bruce Springsteen or um, uh, I mean, it's not politically correct anymore, but when he did Eli Manning, Eli yes. Manning would always <laughs> crack me up all the time. <laughs> Uh, who was it? Larry Flint. Every time uh, he would uh, fall down the stairs or fall down something, I always listen to basically get my uh, Ralph fixed. Now, are you part of? Or do you subscribe to the Ralph Report? Uh, I used to, um, but then I just kind of had too much, too much like podcast like content, so I stopped subscribing. And I, I occasionally listen to the uh, free show mm. um, uh, that comes up on Apple because that one pops up, but. 
No, I mean, lately, especially lately, like I've like I'm almost like two weeks behind on a, a cup of tea and a chat just because I've been uh. so busy. So I, I listened to the latest episode just the beginning just to get an idea for an intro because I've been MIA really for the last two weeks. So you're behind on the show you're on. Come on. Well, I've barely been on it. <laughs> listen. <laughs> well, that's why. Beans like listen or you're out. I know, I, and I feel bad too because I like guest hosted, and then I immediately went MIA, and that wasn't well, my intent right. at all. I wasn't to be like, all right, I got what I needed out of this. It was just going through like a lot of uh, like personal stuff at home and like family stuff. So now I've got all that sorted out. So now I'm like ready to jump back in and start start doing three intros a week. I can totally relate because even before I guest hosted, I was behind and was like speed running, trying to get caught up so that I could be relevant to whatever conversations they have. But now I'm like 12 or 15 episodes behind too. And I feel so bad. No, I do too. Yeah. I think, yeah, two weeks. I'm so I'm probably like four or five episodes behind. I think I listened, I listened to the one where um, Frank Murphy uh, mm-hmm. hosted and like I think that's the last one I've I've heard the last actually I did hear the intro that I did where I was trying to do the RJ Bell impression really badly and I heard them make fun <laughs> of that and then that was great <laughs> another sports uh, connection yeah. yeah I had that idea for a while I was waiting for football season and then when I came to record I was like man I cannot do a Philly accent whatsoever I should have probably been practicing <laughs> this for the last uh four weeks that I had this idea oh is that what it was head. a Philly accent okay well, now I know yeah, Boom, that's roasted. what I was trying to do because I noticed he had a very, very strong uh, Pennsylvania accent. Allie was right; I was definitely crossing um, Mayor of Easttown with it as well. <laughs> it was good though; I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't get it was R.J. Bell though. Wow. I, even had the, I even had the ring my bell music just so people could hopefully get it. I, but I was like, "This sounds," but you know why? Because it's been so long since I've yeah. heard R.J. Bell. Yeah, because that wasn't one of the things I remembered that much. As I just didn't remember R.J. Bell on the show. I remember him being there, but at the time, I just forgot. I had put that out of my head. I yeah. don't know why. I'm a big sports gambler, so he's he's always present in my mind. I hear him all. No, I'm like Christopher. I, I got R.J. Bell because you played the song, and I'm like, wait, oh, R.J. Bell. I forgot R.J. Bell. It wasn't that your impression was bad. I'm like, wait, who's R.J. Bell? <laughs> so, yeah, I was with Christopher. It took me a second to put the to connect the dots. Listen, we don't need to dwell on how bad it was, okay? I get <laughs> you it. You guys I are really it. flaming the guest here. I'm surprised. <laughs> I know. Like, I didn't realize that's what you're doing. It was just so bad. Yeah, this is a roast. We didn't tell you. Sense. This is the Comedy Central roast of uh, announcer Robbie. <laughs> as hard as we are on you right now, we are 20 times hard on ourselves, myself included. Oh, no. Trust me. Me... <laughs> Me, Matt, and Brandon just roast each other. Especially we roast Matt because Matt is the most predictable. And it's so funny because he has to be so safe because he has a news anchor job in Boise, Idaho. And so, you know, he has to be really careful with what he says. And, like, Brandon and I just always push it to the limit for him to where – and we – Matt and I always – we sometimes sound similar. So if I say something that's – really uh dirty or on pc i say this is matt by the way k-i-v-i news anchor <laughs> that is true when i listen to your show it takes me a while to differentiate how did you find a guy with a as almost as deep a voice of you did you have a a voice off or something <laughs> yeah it's a voice <laughs> dating app uh no i met him uh we had a mutual friend and my friend had told me he's like hey like, I want to introduce you to this guy. He's the only guy that I know whose voice is, like, super deep like you. And he's into, you know, voiceover. 
and I was like trying to break into that industry at that time. So I met him and uh, he's just this big burly dude, uh, but he's like the sweetest guy on, on the planet. And so we've always kind of, I'm, we've always interacted. I would say since I met him, like on social media, we'll always like occasionally throw like a comment or text. And then uh, I believe it was last July, I entertained the idea of um, July of 2020. I entertained the idea of doing a podcast and but he had just had his daughter, so it wasn't good timing. And then uh, once I started doing the announcements for Cupatina chat, I hit him up again and he was, he was down. He was, uh, he was all in at that point and it was awesome. Yeah. I totally get the whole aspect of juggling kids with the podcast and work and doing everything else. No, I, I'm sticking mine on his, uh, computer in the room right now. So he doesn't, so he doesn't bug me for the moment. <laughs> good. Parenting. How old is he? Uh, he's four and a half. So Aww. preschool, uh, preschool starts next week. So I'm looking forward to uh, the four hours to myself each morning. That'll be fun. My two little ones are downstairs just waiting for me to be done. So, and yeah, they make my... guest appearances all the time. We always see them like <laughs> creeping in. Oh, no. I love you're it. Gonna, you're going to see out of that little room area, you're going to see his head pop out for sure. He's going to probably tell me he's hungry and I'm just going to have to tell him, go away. It's <laughs> obviously. Obviously. This is too important. Tell us about being on a cup of tea. How did that happen? What was it like preparing? Uh, well, I pretty much made it clear that I always wanted to do that with like, I think a lot of the beginning of my intros are just like, hey, by the way, if you need a fill in, I'll do it. I'll do it. And so uh, I kind of like gave up on the fact that it would happen. And then uh, he being just emailed me, he said, hey, Allie's moving to Maine this week. I need a fill in. Will you do it? And I was more than thrilled. Um, I didn't prep as probably as good as I did. I was out until I probably had about two hours of sleep. Uh, went out that night uh, when I knew I wasn't supposed to. But uh, That's the best feeling. kind of prep. <laughs> yeah. I did that too. Oh, see? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't go out and party. Like, no wonder I've never been on the show. Damn it. I know. I was like, I was like, I got to wake up early, do my vocal, you know, some exercises. And then, nope. Like, was driving from... 30 miles away, like about 30 minutes before I had to be on the show. So I was uh, stuck in traffic, tired as hell. But it did well. I mean, I kind of knew it was going to go fine just because I've had been on our podcast and he's such a good conversationalist that I knew he was going to basically just prop me up and I was going to probably perform as good as I could because he he's just so good. He's such a pro because when he first retired from K-Rock, he just had a, uh, a straight broadcast that would come out. I think it was on SoundCloud. And it would come out, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll listen to Bean. I love Bean. And he's just a straight broadcaster, period. Yeah. No, I mean, he can make conversation out of anything and keep going and going. And I was kind of worried. I was like, God, am I going to be too boring? And he was like, nope. He just keeps going, keeps going. And I remember looking at the timing, too, when we were recording, because I remember at, like, 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, no. Like, I've got nothing else. <laughs> and, uh, no, we, like, we went to the hour and six-minute mark. And, and it, yeah, it was awesome. So tell us about when you had him on the show. How did you guys prepare for that? We just kind of prepared all week for it. We basically were just asking. I mean, I already knew so much about him just because I've been listening to a cup of tea in a chat and Kevin and Bean. So I kind of knew everything there was uh, about Bean, I felt like. So it was more uh, for Matt. Matt was, I would say, asking the majority of the questions because there was a lot of things Matt didn't know. I mean, Matt moved from L.A., I think, back in 2005. So 
he wasn't on top of like the Kevin Bean podcast and all that. Like he followed him on social media, but you know, and Matt's a broadcast professional, so he was in heaven. I mean, Matt had the biggest smile on his face the entire podcast. He he was elated the entire time. So I I didn't really learn anything new. I mean, um, just some tips from Bean, but um, yeah, but it was awesome having him on the show. It's really funny watching our numbers of our podcast because it was like low, low, low really high and low 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 after that it was kind of the same for us we had like what, 10 people listening and then bean mentioned us on a cup of tea in a chat and then uh, posted about us and our numbers went up so you got the bean bump too right yeah we definitely got the bean bump and then it was basically like a covid chart of just really high in december and then it just came down that's what it was like <laughs> so what other uh, favorite kevin and bean memories you got mr bad example Oh, I remember one of my favorite ones was, and I think it kickstarted the uh, the whole Mr. Bad example was Bean was talking about an elevator shaft and dropping a chandelier down an elevator shaft. Uh, <laughs> that one just always sticks out in my head. Um, a lot of people don't know this. I was actually the last caller to uh, the Kevin in the Morning show. It was that Friday That's before cool. the yeah the Friday before the shutdown. I made it on to the um, Keep It One Hundred. And uh, I remember... Oh, I no kidding. Yeah, I requested... Um, it was like Sledgehammer from Peter Gabriel. I never got my shirt. I was supposed to get a shirt, and I never got you it. Are? So I'm... I was on there twice. I never got a shirt. Really? I didn't even oh, know that was an option. Is that a thing? Yeah, I remember um, Dave was asking like for uh, all my info, and he was going to send me a shirt, but I never got a shirt. I'm very bummed about that. Oh, cursing Dave. Just because he's a Clippers fan, he's always throwing shade at me. <laughs> Dave, if you're out there, you owe me two shirts. And you owe me one, you son of a bitch. Fall into the jank line, man. We're going to. And then he'll respond in December. <laughs> you get just in time for Christmas. Do you guys interact with a lot of guys from uh, Janky Town? Because I, I feel like I see a lot of posts about Janky Town and you guys a lot. We're trying to. We tried early on to start a feud with them because we wanted to get some pub, and they would never respond. Dave would say nice things about us. I'm like, that's no feud. So, no, we, I call in very rarely. I've got a call or two on, and we do hear back through the grapevine that they know about us, and they have said nice things about us. Yeah, it was like when I look at our podcast, when I look at like our feed, like you might also listen to this. It's always you guys, Janky Town, and then like the Ralph Report. So it seems cool to be part of that same, uh, that same universe. We did have the coven, or I wasn't there, but we did have the coven on, and Creeper Drew down there, who's who was waving his hand earlier, uh, is it? Do you want to say something, Drew? No, he doesn't want to say anything. Um, <laughs> he he's a Janky Town diehard. I think he's probably the closest to it, but I think Christopher listens to all of the podcasts, so he's way into the universe. That's, is, that's my role here. I listen to all the podcasts and figure everything out. Well, and it's like, I want to call into Janky Town, but I don't really have anything to call in with. So I'm kind of waiting for something to get to bitch about or something, you know, but I don't. Last week, they had me on about dumpster diving for a call in. So like whenever I have something, I call in. That's how I got the guys. And also I made their, the Drew line as a joke and they ran with that. So like that's still up and running. So I still talk to them through that and get calls from Janky Town. <laughs> yeah, I've never listened to the podcast, but I do think I'm going to call in about that shirt. But did you listen to the B team when they had that out? I would listen to, yeah, that one I would listen to uh, occasionally. But once the Kevin the Morning Show ended, I kind of dropped everything from that universe. 
and uh, was very happy when I saw, I think it was like September, like, yeah, like a year ago now, when uh, Ali announced on Twitter that she was doing a podcast with Bean. Because I missed it like crazy. I mean, that was like one, like the Kevin in the Morning show. I, I downloaded it every single day and listened to it every single day. It was part of my routine. I did take a little bit of time off. I remember when Ralph uh, was let go because I was just like so pissed off at it. And I was just like, this guy is like my piece of home. And like no one makes me laugh harder every day than Ralph Garman. So I remember being kind of upset uh, with the show for a little bit. And I, you know, they were just missing that dynamic of having that extra person there so when jensen got hired uh, i started listening uh, again on the regular because i thought i was actually the only person it seemed like who liked jensen didn't seem like anybody liked him at the time but uh i was gonna ask you what your everybody seems to have a very strong opinion about jensen wait what your what is your hot take on jensen overall well now it's uh it's definitely <laughs> changed uh yes with all the allegations but um I always thought he was really, really funny and really talented. And I I always respect people, especially in comedy, who are so quick-witted. And I thought he was really good at that. Um, I could see why he rubbed people the wrong way. But for me, I don't know. It, it just worked for me. And I, like I said, I just knew there was a lot of talent there. And I thought he just really brought that missing dynamic uh, to the show. I mean, it was a lot different than Ralph, obviously, but it was still that good back and forth and he was so easy to make fun of as well that they could all just kind of trash on him. What Did you know him? he was a rapper? I, well, uh, I, yeah. and that was my thing on him is every, it seemed like every five minutes he'd be like, you know, I was a rapper. Yeah. I had never heard of him before. I mean, obviously I'd, my introduction to him was when um, he was doing the, uh, they first brought him on when he was doing like the beef correspondence or whatever, yeah. whatever. But yeah, I always thought of, and I remember hearing him too on uh one of the podcasts I listened to, How Did This Get Made? With Paul oh, I Peer. love that podcast. Yeah. I remember he was uh, he was on an episode. That's right. Of that's it, right. And he was, he was really good. That was before the uh, he joined Kevin in the Morning. Before we move on, can you repeat what years you were actively listening to the Kevin and Bean show? Well, I started, I remember listening kind of off and on uh, in high school. I feel like the first time I ever really heard it was uh, probably early 2000s, like probably 2002, 2003. We'll hear it on, on the way to high school, so I don't catch like ten minutes of it at a time. And then once I graduated high school, um, started working. I had an office job, so I was listening to the show. I would say like always the last two hours of the of the show. And then when I moved here to Portland, I was very very homesick, and it was like my piece of home. So two, I would say from 2013 um, until the show ended, I listened religiously. I don't think I didn't miss uh, very many episodes. Drew, by the way, is this like a, a bald? I was going to say, you guys I, look I, very similar. I, I just, you know, you were coming on and I wanted to make sure, you know, you felt <laughs> you felt at home. So, yeah. I, I, I say, because I've seen you on the crowd, the crowd cast before. I was like, I don't remember him being bald. I thought, like, was he wearing a hat last time? And then I saw you, like, move forward and I saw. And then it hair. popped in. Yeah. yeah the like, illusion oh, is okay. broken. I was wondering why. I was like, why is it? There's a lot going on with his head right now. <laughs> the like, bald secrets twins. of television. I appreciate I, it, though. I think because uh, last week we had Stockdale on, so you brought the the beard coming in strong. Oh, that's just that's just a regular beard, and though. Then, that's 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 real. Now Robbie's on. He just had to. I, I had to, I, like I said, had to make him feel at home. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I was so uncomfortable until I saw that. Got really well, comfortable. Now I'm trying to figure out. We're gonna have Lisa May on next. What does Drew have in, in common with Lisa May? It's definitely not a beard. Definitely I, not being bald. I got so some weights. Have to look look forward to that. See what happens. I'll be working out the whole time. There's Zoom filters. Okay, yeah. 
What is Lisa? I haven't even, I haven't kept up. Lisa does, still does uh, radio too, right in LA? No. No, not anymore. No, she retired oh, finally. Oh, okay. Now, how did you guys feel when Lisa left? Oh, God, that was a sad day. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know what you guys feel, but I was, like, heartbroken. I still remember where I was. I'm a pool man, so I can, like, chart things by I was at this pool when Ralph was, like, I was at this pool on 9-11. So, yeah, I was at a pool, and they, I knew something was up because she had not been on, like, the three or four days prior. And I'm like, is Lisa on vacation? Because usually they say Lisa's on vacation, so-and-so's filling in. So, so I had a bad feeling. And then it was, I remember it was a Friday morning and they finally announced that, yeah, Lisa May and Doc are gone because our company doesn't think we need traffic and news anymore. And it was a gut punch. But I don't know how you guys felt. I mean, I adored Lisa May, but I'm like, you know, I still love Kevin and Bean. What am I going to do? So, yeah, I was very depressed about that. I was I was pretty on board with Allie right away. Um, I definitely thought she brought a, a different dynamic to the show. Yeah, I never quite. I mean, I miss Lisa May, but I just felt like she was awesome. She was really funny. She was really easy to make fun of. She was, yeah, just added such a really kind of bright dynamic to the show and a more, I think, poignant female voice because Lisa, you know, would always just kind of chime in. And Allie, I thought, asserted herself a lot more into the conversation. She just wasn't like a weather girl or traffic girl. She was part of the show and she. I thought really made good points and I always feel like it was good to have a woman speak up on that show a lot more because I think it puts all of us in check especially all of us male listeners as well <laughs> I always, I loved Allie when she came in and like I said you know I was heartbroken when Lisa was let go but I understood it's a business and I never blamed Allie for it I'm like I'm gonna give Allie a chance and I really really liked her and I I was very disappointed that she took so much heat when she first started because like I said it is a business as much as we love these people people come and people go on radio and in showbiz so I gave her a chance and I really really liked her yeah I think most people came around to her I think the hard thing for a lot of us was that the level of transparency from the cast of characters on that show was very high they talked about their personal lives they talked about their children and deaths and family visits and things like that and then all of a sudden they're just completely hush hush about something and they replace one person with another, seemingly from our eyes, and they don't really say why. And so all of these conspiracy theories run amok and they can't tell us the suits won't let us explain why. And they essentially had to have like that entire call in topic the next week where it was like, what questions do you have about Lisa and why is she gone? But then Allie's sitting there like, hey, guys, I'm I'm here. Like, what do you want me to do? And no one can really advocate for her. So it was a, I think it was a tough situation all around. And hindsight now, like they all say, we could have handled this better. And I'm sorry to Allie for the position we put you in. But it was hard to deal with at the time, especially because there was really no one to blame except for the person that was seemingly replacing her in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, and it just seemed kind of ridiculous. And I I don't understand all the people who just give so much like Twitter hate, especially, especially to some like when Jensen joined on the show, because this was almost like a year after Ralph had left and people almost just took it as like, you're not Ralph, you're trying to be Ralph. And I don't think Jensen ever tried to be Ralph. Yeah, it's an odd thing because radio is different from other mediums. You're with these people, you know, Kevin and Bean, four hours a day. And like Lindsay said, they're very transparent. We know their lives. We know what's going on. So they feel like more than just a TV show you watch once a week, you know. 
You watch Cheers, old reference, Lindsay. But, you know, you'd realize you don't know Diane. You don't know Sam. They're not real people. But Kevin and Bean, they are Kevin and Bean. And even though it's it's a character in a way, it is them talking to you every day. And you're you're closer, I think, to a radio show than you would be to just about anything else. So Lindsay's right. It was it was a very odd situation. Yes? No? You brought up Cheers. We lost you at that. With yeah. Once well, you said yeah. Cheers, it was like Squirrel. Okay. So <laughs> you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know? And they replaced Buffy. Is that better? Well, that's still 20 years old. They did replace Buffy. She died. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm furious. <laughs> This was 40 I, years ago with uh, Edwin. When I do my intros, like, my goal in mind is to make Allie laugh. Like, that's all I'm thinking. And, like, I think it's only happened about five times because she's <laughs> really hard to make laugh. Same here. I've had a couple of calls in. Uh, I did Ghosty and I did Chewbacca. And the both those are the two where she laughed. And I thought, oh, man. I did something. I accomplished something. So I, I get yeah, exactly she's that. Got, she's got the most like contagious laugh. I remember writing to her on Twitter, like her and Burt Kreischer needed to do a podcast together called like Highly Contagious because those two, their <laughs>, laughs, like I could just listen to them laugh the entire time and I'll, I'll be laughing the entire show. It's an interesting yeah. podcast name. <laughs> Are there any other famous laughs you like? Jenna Fisher is one for me. She has a podcast and her and Angela from the show contagious laughs uh i don't know famous laughs i don't know <laughs> i mean i'm just trying to think of all the famous laughs like eddie murphy's laugh or seth rogan's laugh but i don't know I, I don't know if i hey, you brought up two right off the top of your head there you go yeah i mean burke burke kreischer's laugh always just cracks me up i listen to his podcast uh two bears one cave that he does with uh tom segura and you could just find so many moments like there's you could look at him on youtube it's like got a couple million hits where um Bert is drinking uh, about two gallons of Gatorade a day, and I suggest everybody watch it because it is one of the most hilarious things you'll find on YouTube. Well, speaking of con hit contagious laughs or famous laughs, Kevin and Bean were known for that. The people in the background, Chip, Omar, yeah, a lot of guys that you would hear in the background if something was really funny. To me, that made it better. It's like, oh, they even got Chip laughing now, so you know it's a funny bit. Yeah, those were the best moments when everybody would break. I mean, when Ralph would break during like an impression or phone call. Yeah, I mean, those were the moments that you you tuned in for. Those were the best. Speaking of famous laughs, there is a famous laughs game on Kevin and Bean that I just looked up. And there's Laugharoki, which I think is people doing impressions of other people's laughs. But we definitely should review that for a later episode. I, do, I, okay, I can tell a behind the scenes story because when they were doing, I think it was an April Foolishness. I collected like 20 famous laughs and I sent it to Bean and go, here, Bean, this is a game you can do. But they didn't play my clips. They had Omar do an imitation of a laugh. So yeah. that's the behind the scene. I got stoned on that one. <laughs> but they did use the concept. What else do you have to uh, share with everybody listening, all the Kevin and Bean universe people? Um, I mean, I mean, like I said, I have the, uh, the Rounding the Bases uh, podcast. Um, we do it uh, once a week. Um, usually it's out on uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday. We always usually record on Sundays. Um, and yeah, we discuss everything from, you know, sports at the beginning of the show. And then we delve into uh, pop culture topics. And then we always finish uh, each episode uh, with a trivia game. That's kind of like a big thing that I, I always wanted to do because that was kind of my favorite part of the Kevin and Bean show was trivia games. Bean makes this guess. It was probably like my favorite thing ever on the show. Like I remember when Bean and Allie first had me on a couple of tea in a chat, they're 
talking about what can we do to pay you and i was like just let me do bean makes us guess and i was able to do that on a, on the first crowdcast so that was really cool so yeah i love doing trivia uh so yeah listen to the show i mean if you're not into sports just fast forward through the first 15 minutes and uh we discuss many other things and uh like you said you could uh sit on your speaker that's our that's our tagline sit on your speaker <laughs> Well, the Bean Makes Us Guess game you guys play is a little bit different than the one on K-Rock. You have a, a skewed point system, don't you? Yeah, it's, I would say it's actually a, a better point system. Our, um, we, so number one answer is six points, and then two through five is five, or and then uh, six through ten is four, and then so on and so on. So we get the right results. So And Matt and I are pretty even, um, so... It usually rotates every week because I think we both have share the same common knowledge about everything because we're into the exact same kinds of thing. And we're also clueless on the same sorts of things as well. <laughs> I've heard of only you winning, actually. I haven't heard Matt win anything. He's been on a winning streak lately. It just depends because Brandon is such a sci-fi geek. And so he's okay. usually picking uh, sci-fi categories. And I watch a lot of sci-fi, but as soon as like those questions are just brought up, I my mind just goes blank. But I, I remember like when I did Bean uh, makes this guess for the crowdcast, I was so looking forward to it. I thought I was going to win, and then it was like popular dog names, and I I think I finished. <laughs> mm. I think I finished last. It's a tough one. It was. I know. Popular I some dog terrible names? guesses. Yeah. Well, yeah. Robbie, you're in luck because we have some games for you today. Um, so I'm just doing some trivia questions. And because Robbie is a bartender, I thought I would put oh, no. it bartender types of trivia. Oh, no. So, okay. So are you let ready? Just, let me just preface that. I'm the kind of bartender that you'll always see on their phone because I'm constantly looking up drink recipes because I can't remember anything. Oh, well, that's great because not one of them is about a drink recipe. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I figured that would be – I used to bartend and wait tables, and I figured those are – if you bartend, you tend to know what, you know, it's kind of easy once you do it enough, whatever. So I figured this would be a little bit different. So okay. on the Kevin and Bean show, there was the B team, Dave, the King of Mexico, Omar and Beer Mug. What is Beer Mug's real name? Oh, God. It's Jason. Is it Jason Contreras? Can I steal? And... Oh, God. It's something similar to that, isn't it? Can I steal, it uh, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Steal. It's Johnny Oh. Johnny Contrain, right? Johnny, yeah. I want to steal. Jonathan <laughs> Jonathan Cantro. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Where's my oh, damn bell? Hold on. I'm going to grab my bell. I got it. Oh, there you go. Thank I you. Take care of it. Okay. Okay. What kind of beer does Homer Simpson drink? Uh, Duff. Ding, 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 ding. What was the name of the character on Cheers who was the first bartender with Sam? God. Uh, it was it was uh, what's his name? Woody uh, Harrelson's character, right? Or Woody Harrelson? I don't know his name. Shit, I don't know. Steel, steel. He was steel, called Eddie? and he was played by Nicholas Colasanto. Oh, okay. We just got that wrong. <laughs> See, there, my cheers knowledge. There you go. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Score. All right. What is the name of the band that sings the song "Closing Time"? Uh, Semisonic. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Okay, what is the name of the bar Beer Mug would record Cheers with Beer Mug at? Oh, shit. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I mean, I remember you the know. segments. I, just re I, I always just remember that guy like, I do believe we landed on the moon. That's <laughs> all I can remember, but yeah, I can't remember the bar name. 
O'Grady's, right? O'Grady's? Yeah. O'Grady's in Granada Hills. Okay, what is the name of the stadium the Rockies play in? Uh, Coors Field. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, what is the name of the bar and it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, Patty's. Ding, 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 ding. Two more. So what is the name of the cantina in Star Wars? I don't don't even know. I thought it was just called the cantina. Christopher? The Mose Eisley Cantina. Ding, 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 ding. You have never seen a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be careful. All right, for this last one, name this song. Tequila. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. I was just like a sandlot every time I hear that song. Right? (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So once again, all that wins. Yeah. With his old-timey references. Jesus. <laughs> All right, and that's my game. Yay. Yay! I performed well, I think. Job. Yeah. What was the points, Lindsay? Were you keeping... Uh Robbie destroyed everyone with five points to our <laughs> tepid one point, but he did get all the questions. Well, I, I got <laughs> I two. Say, I, don't, I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> I think it counts. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You win. Take the win, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys it on is, social yeah. media or are you personally on social media that you want to? Yeah, I am on Twitter. My Twitter handle is smartaskyou29. <laughs> uh, askyou spelled A-S-Q. And then uh, I'm on Instagram as well, uh, robaskyou29. And then the, there is a, a social media handle, Twitter handle for um, rounding the bases. That's rounding the B. <laughs>